Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Excuse me, ma'am. Would you like something to drink? Do you have any Texas margaritas? Excuse me? A Texas margarita. Um, Texas? Texas margarita. No, we... Did I stutter? We have coffee and water. Absence? (laughs) I can lose myself in its green infinity. So what do you say, toots? Tumbleweed rolls across. Yeah, this is a real desert for uh, (laughs) Texas margies. Hello. This is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. Welcome to Toe. Y'all, y'all, welcome to Toe. You almost did. Welcome to Toe. Well, welcome to Debbie's Toe. Debbie is you, and you are Debbie. I gotta say, I'm really gonna miss her. Oh, I'm really gonna miss her. I'm gonna miss her a lot. I'm really gonna miss her. I'm re. I'm. Really gonna be boy. Well, your scruff is blowing up. Put your phone down. <laughs> we and to, Poodle just took off his wig. For those of you that are not watching the intimate portrait, boy. I, I, if I'm wearing the wig, I have to be her. It I is, get it. It's impossible. I get it. Not to. I. It's fair. 
It's impossible turn, not yeah, to be her. Turn on Tommy. Yo, this is Toe. This is Toe. This is part two of season Toe, season four, episode 14. Never say I regret. Always say I learned. And what did Debbie learn? That her blonde hair is all over you. Synthetic blonde hair. That a cheap wig is going to make you look cheap and shed all over you. What else is new? I don't know why you didn't buy one from the Vivica Fox collection. Those are nice wigs. They're middle of the road. Yeah. The the pussycat ones are the only ones that really work for me. Long-haired wigs don't really work on me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because you've got... You do have a nice neck. I need to be able to show my neckline. My mm-hmm. swan-like neck. Oh, God. Yeah. Y'all, um, next week is the finale. Yeah. And then we're going to be treated to, I believe, an hour of the tell-all. And then we will have two tell-alls after that with B90 Season 6 premiering on June 4th. So that means we're having three tell-alls. Yeah, one three hour, per- like two and a half. Two and a half. You know what it's going to do? They're going to do what they did before. Have them go to New York. Um, And it's going to be, oh my God, it's going to be Debbie interacting with Gabe. Debbie interacting with um, Chris. Yeah. Oh, Jen and Debbie. It's just going to be. I think Jen and Debbie might be fast friends. I think so too. Yeah. Oh my God. What's wrong with your eyes, honey? (laughs) Oh my God, it's going to be good. Yeah. Can you imagine? Jen's Deb- going to get really into Debbie's jewelry. Can you imagine Debbie talking to uh, Debbie talking to Nicole? Just nothing. Oh, they have oh, nothing to talk uh, they'll about. They'll talk about fashion. Yeah. Talk about fashion. Yeah. Good point. Wow. Oh, I forgot that they do those type of telogs. Oh, oh, I'm excited now. Um. So a couple of couple of things, y'all. Look out for God damn! Every time I open my phone today, what happened? No, it's just like non nonstop with uh, dicks. No, just life, life happening. <sighs> life is happening out there. Well, say yes to life. Life yes, keeps I happening can. every day. Yes, say I will. yes. Um, y'all. Ultimatum queer love is coming up. Ooh. Um, on the five dollar Patreon. That's on Netflix. Uh, all um, either female-identifying or non-binary people yeah. are on that. So it's going to be fucking messy It'll and delightful. Messy. It drops like Netflix drops Love is Blind. So basically we will have what, however many episodes out. We're getting access to those early, and we will have, uh, we will have those out kind of like a day after. Uh, 24 hours. 24 hours. Yeah. Uh, that Netflix drops. Selling Sunset season six. It's that's wonderful. all. That's that's the that's the tweet. We wanted we <laughs> want to tell you all about it, but we can't. But it's good. Yes. It's very. I I'm. This season, Christine and Cocaine Bear have you know joined forces. <laughs> you're redeemed because you're the one that forced me to watch Seeking Brother Husband, and it wasn't good. But that's all right. Sometimes we have duds. I you, forced you to watch Seeking. Uh, but you redeemed with Selling Sunset came back at the right time. Otherwise, I would have been pissed at you. But remember when I made you watch it? You're like, I don't want to watch this show. I don't. But and then you loved it. I do enjoy it. I do enjoy it yeah. very much. It's, it's very good this season. Um. So. 
What else do we got going on? We've got uh, our finale of Seeking Brother Husband is Se- out with Cara Berry. Yeah, everyone's business but mine, y'all. That is out. Part one's on our our feed, and part two is on her feed. Our Lindsay interview from uh, Love After Lockup. Yeah, we talk out. about Summer House on that, by the way. For some of you, Summer House. Yes, we do. That miss miss that because we, we don't do it. it. And and Cara Berry, Cara, we talk a little bit about Met Gala on ours, and mm-hmm. as well as. She gives us her faves. We talk about Summer House. She talks. She goes about, talks about how um, her opinions on Carl and Danielle. Yeah, it's good. Um, or sorry, Carl and Lindsay and Danielle and Lindsay and Danielle. Oh and boy! Amanda, like so, she goes all into it. Kind of gives us a little update. <laughs> she 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 shares my distaste for Amanda. Uh, she reminded. <laughs> so she I rem- felt good about that. <laughs> yeah, she reminds us that we're not sad. We're not covering it. I'm not, but yeah. she is going to be covering uh, Martha's uh, Vineyard. She is going to be covering Summer House Martha's Vineyard, or as uh, Kara called it, Black Summer House. That's what she said. <laughs> I'm calling it Black Summer House, and no one can convince me otherwise. <laughs> like, good for you. I, also, think, I think that was the working title. That was the but working they title. They decided that didn't really work. Yeah. So, yeah. I believe that was definitely the working title. So um, it Ow. does look messy. As she said, three of the women on that show are Playboy <laughs> centerfolds. Are play, Playboy bunnies. Oh, going according to brand. Um, so, y'all, I did announce the Bicurious options for mm-hmm. April. Those are – you should get, be getting an email soon with the way to vote on those on the Patreon. They are Indian Matchmaking Season 3 – uh, IRL in real love and the gentle art of Swedish death cleaning. Yes, and Poodle's going to try to be doing that poll on Supercast as well. Yes, Supercast. I'm going to, I so think I can do both. it. So we're going to try to do it for both. We're trying to be more inclusive and we're getting video up there soon. So it might be a link to Patreon. I will say, but I will say this now. I think by the end of the month, by June, everything that we have on Patreon, we will have on Supercast. We are doing our well. best. So and, and keep and keep an eye out for. Apple, Apple Podcasts, Podcast we are working on that as well. Subscriptions, please. Y'all, we're very so, excited. We don't want to say anything right now. We're very close. I can tell y'all this. It's on, Apple Podcasts doesn't have tiers, so it's only one option. So it will be the $8 option. Yes, which is right in the so middle. you can update to the cringe tier and get all of our audio shows on yeah. via Apple Podcasts. But the great thing with Apple's subscriptions, y'all, it's one click that goes to your Apple account. Yep. And you can do a monthly or yearly as well. Yes. So anyway... Um, we're working on that. You might see stuff, but it might. We don't want to tell you till everything is there. I don't yeah. know if all of our programming is there that you would get on Patreon. Supercast. I, I can't take Carl's wives. Yeah. So no. until you hear it out of our mouth saying it's ready to go, you're ready to get raw dog by Apple. Then you can go. Wee! Until yeah. then, you can stick that apple up your ass. Till then, don't email me about it. Thank you. Please, um, please. <laughs> uh, stay tuned after our fir- after the break for a Poodle's Broadway Corner on the Tony nomination. <laughs> big deal, the Tonys, the annual awards where theater jerks off all over. Is it a big deal? It is for theater fags, yeah, and the girls who love them, <laughs> and the girls who love them, which is a lot of y'all out there. Yeah. So, okay, I'm ready to jump in. Me too. Okay, so let's talk about. Debbie and Osama, and mainly Osama first is having a coffee or a lunch or something with his sister, Asma. 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 It's a pretty name. It is. Pretty name. This is kind of what I came from with all this. Is his family on, on in on this too? 
I don't think the family is. I think she and he have. It is. Is it a blood pact for them to get out of? <laughs> yeah, they they've been thinking about getting out of Morocco for a long time. Yeah. Well, the way they talk about it, he says, you cannot be a a writer here. You cannot be a poet here. You cannot be an an artist here. So I think she, I think she has encouraged him to leave. And I think she wants to leave as well. Why? Why can't you be those I don't know. I think it has something to do with economics. I just want to say in the U.S., it's not like you can be one here. You cannot be a poet. <laughs> you cannot. You can be those things, but if you want to make very hard, if we are very lucky. But if you want to, uh, but also we are not making a living. Living actually from our our chosen, like not musician, not True. acting. I I will say this: it is possible in the U.S. to make a living as a poet, as a painter, as an artist. As an artist, I can see a visual artist. Really, do you know? And I don't. I you, do not mean this judgmental at all. I mean that I, we know Sissy Christina is an amazing poet, and I know that, like a very Christina, um, yeah, yeah, very Chrissy, I, I don't, Chrissy. Yeah, Chrissy. I don't want to say her on it, but in, yeah, um, and like, and I don't mean like you're. Oh, my cousin Lord Dale, she's a real good poet and writes songs. But no, like she's a legit professional poet, and it's but it's hard to. Is have it, that as your career. Even Robert Frost taught at at, at universities. Yeah, I feel yeah, like a lot of poets are teach writing, teach poet. That's what Chrissy does. I mean, so it's. In, I was a, I was a musician for, and I pretty much had that. I had maybe one to two real jobs, and then I was a musician. But I also did things like I taught. I taught at universities. I taught at schools. I had a church job. I had a lot of jobs that allowed mm-hmm. me to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I called them jobs anyway. Yeah, I um, didn't know if you were going to admit those. But I, I'm saying... Playing the piano, um, playing the out-of-tune, uh, playing the entertainer over and over at Slammers while people get fucked. <laughs> you know? In a barbershop quartet. <laughs> hey, sus! <laughs> it paid. Yeah. Oh, that's coming my face. <laughs> that one key sticks. Yeah, baby, but it does, sir. Uh, <laughs> wait till the sun shines, Nelly. Oh, ow. Oh. Who are you calling Nelly? <laughs> I can see it now in like one of those hats, one of those flat top hats in a barbershop quartet. Yeah, thing. you got the idea from Bette Midler. It didn't go as good. No, didn't go good. So, but I, I want to think. I don't. I think he thinks it's all milk and honey. But as yes. Kalani's dad says, the milk's expensive and the honey's, honey's not, not sweet. sweet. Uh, uh, and so, we will, y'all. That I'm glad you brought that up. This week on our classless is classless on our five dollar tier is. Whoever is against the queen will die. Yes, this week is this week. This the week one of the most famous episodes of Naughty Day mm-hmm. Fiance. Lita, we had last week of Lita just saying, "I am not an evil stepmother, and I'm the boss. I'm and the boss. She's dirty. Tasha's dirty. Uh, yeah. We also have next week is when we have Ashley throwing the door open for Natalie to yell at her and then ride off on a moped. <laughs> it's just the best season, season six of Naughty Day Fiance. Delicious. And if you want to relive this with us? Please join Reality Plus. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Um, when you're, when there, I think he wanted to leave 
Um, I think both of them were probably supportive of each other leaving. I think she's probably sacrificed a lot so that he could leave. Well, because, yeah, you do that for the guy. I, um, my mama said, I couldn't go to college because your Uncle Steve had to. That's what my mother told me. And then when I was 30, Daddy said, well, you could have gone to college. I just didn't think you wanted to go. And she uh, just looked over at my father. Oh, okay. And went, well, got two kids now. Okay. <laughs> Don't know how we go back from that. But um, already kind of difficult. But no, still, I think this idea, though, that you do, you sacrifice for the man of the house. Yeah. And she does say, she she's basically saying, Osama's like, she was, she was pushing me and stressing me out. And I told her she was crazy. And he's like, but do don't you love her for more? Don't Couldn't you really love myself. her? And and she's then this is weird. She says she fell in love with me for my poetry and my art and my and under she understands my words. And at that moment, I realized he felt completely unlovable too. In the mm. same way that Debbie did, because she he thinks no one can understand him. Yeah. And he, in other words, he still thinks he's unlovable and unacceptable. Is he a Moroccan Enneagram 4? No, that's a whole different thing. Okay. Not everyone's an Enneagram 4, you bitch. No, I'm genuinely asking. The more you say people are Enneagram 4s, the more I'm going to fight back because there are very few Enneagram 4s. We are unique. <sighs> or there'll be a new Enneagram like 4.5. Yes, and then we're that. the only ones. <laughs> Well, you're, yeah. I'm actually a four-three wing. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes five. So wait. So, but you know, he did tell. Maybe it wasn't in the edit, but he did not say to the sister. And I told her that we're going to America. Oh, he it, never said. He never. He talked about it with his sister, but he never said like I slipped and said we're staying here. Do you? This is a question. So this is what we learn. He basically says this was always the plan. That. She would visit for a while, then they would go to America. Do you believe he said that and always thought that was the plan? I think it's somewhere in the middle. I do believe he thinks that was the plan. I thought he thought I think he thought he was communicating that to her. I th and I think that because I will say one thing about Debbie, Debbie's been at least when we see her talk to him. She's very insistent about very clear communication and no, as she said, mm -hmm. no secrets. So I think probably she laid it out very plainly to him, but I don't think he got it. I don't. But although, no, no I'm going to walk back. He said two episodes ago, he did, remember he admitted and said, I, I disagree actually, because he said out of his mouth in his talking head, yes, I lied to her and, and. Didn't tell her that I wanted to go to America because I wanted her to come here. He said that. That's true. He said that. Yeah. So I think this is, now that I remember that, I think this is bullshit. So now, in that taking into account that, mm -hmm. now it's a question of he has learned to believe the narrative he's constructed from ding, himself. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. So that's an even more dangerous person. Yeah. I think... I think there's something mentally wrong with this person. I do too. Um, Osama, I think 
Um, I would go as far to say definitely the whole darkness of it, probably maybe bipolar. Something. Um, Yeah, um, or borderline. Um, Because here's why I say that. There's this, she keeps saying he's a different person. He's blah, blah, blah. He's very unempathetic too. When she yeah. tries to talk, she comes in with all these emotions. He does not know how to handle that. Cannot. He it, he doesn't, it's, it, it literally is if she is speaking a language he does not know how to, to speak yeah. with or even heard. And But strangely enough, he can think slightly pragmatically because he says she likes robot but i don't have the means to have us live there um we we and he says to to asma we never agreed to live permanently in morocco i need to be a poet or an artist that's my dream it's so weird how these people are coming from different perspectives that they've found their dream in each other but the dreams are so different yeah and it's the the brutality of this. The interesting thing is, is I think Debbie fully expected to support him in Morocco. She did. Because she, probably her retirement and everything would go farther. And she would be able to pay for those types of things. Yeah. It seemed like he actually could just live being a poet and yeah. an artist in Morocco. Question for you. Why do you think she did not? want to take him back to the u.s and wanted to move to morocco for good we've talked about this before and i think she doesn't want to take him back to the u.s because she doesn't want to deal with her family that she doesn't want to deal with the shame and the looks and the stares um uh yeah she said she doesn't care she would have to deal with all that and also it's way more expensive to to yep um and i think she's i think she's escaping I think she's finally escaping. She said, yeah. I'm a unicorn. She said, I'm a unicorn rider. Yeah, she wanted to have this beautiful, she wanted to have her happily said, ever her after. Her happily ever after. And I, I think that's an interesting thing to keep in mind because some people would, would ask, why can't she just go back uh, if she loves him that much? It's not just about him. It, this is about a different magical life. Yeah, she she wanted to leave the U.S. Yeah. Um, Yes. And anyway, y'all, she he is going to meet with her and they're at the cafe. And that was the scene we already played out because the sister says, show her that you love her. He doesn't know how to do that. No, absolutely not. Again, because when he came, he's very pragmatic. And remember, there's been no physicality between these two, even a handhold. There is even in private, like there seems to be. I don't think maybe they're not talking about it because I think Debbie probably would be a little prudish about that. Um, I wonder if Sean's going to push her. I don't know, but I think that I don't. I don't think there was any physicality, or if there was, I don't think Osama could do it. Yeah, it's either um, I, I. There's something about him that feels extremely tortured to me and not in the good tortured artist way no. it feels no it feels dangerous. like he, it feels like he cut an ear off i, I was just gonna say it's very <laughs> it's giving me van gogh vibes yeah it does feel like he cut it's an ear giving off, me yeah. it's giving which me, would be a dumb move because he already has one wonky eye i was gonna say it's giving me a uh, uh, flounder van gogh <laughs> yeah um so she, I he, think he. I think he's very deceitful, though. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I think he looks at Debbie as not a human, but as a pawn, not necessarily in a game. I don't think he thinks about a game, but just as a means to an end. Would he come to America and leave her? I don't know. He probably would stay with her. But I think he would. Um, God, another dick pic? Lord, you're blowing up this. You're going to have to take your phone in the other room. No, it's just like for some reason the notifications it's are going like crazy today. It's like when Caitlin and Christine and I were making those Barbie memes and your phone was blowing up. <laughs> and I was just Can't trying. Can't even do the show. And I was just trying to do work. Well, I'm trying to do work here too. So he's then what's interesting is he sits down and says, you hate me, which we've talked about that response. People who ask that want you to say, no, I don't hate you. And no. they want you to validate everything yeah. about what you, why you're not bad. They want, um, they, they want, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then he, he basically says, I don't think you understood what I was saying. Um, and then he, uh, and then what she, Debbie said, it was beautiful. He said, you hate me. She goes, I don't harbor hate. I don't harbor hate in my heart. Um, but she said, which is a good thing to say when you're right. And she, instead of talking about what he did, she said, but you made me feel despised. And he has no response to that. He says, when I'm angry, I don't even know what I'm saying. And she says, that's not an excuse. He said, but you know, Debbie, that's life. Oh, it's so awful. Oh. And then she says, be honest. Why didn't you tell me the first night that we were going to the U.S.? And then he said, no matter what I say, it's too late. It's too late. Because you know why? He knows he's been beaten, I think. Yeah. And then he goes to, this is really interesting. Debbie just looked at him and said, right after he said that, I feel sad. Yeah, I know. And it broke my heart. This is, uh, we haven't had someone who has caused such an outpouring of feelings in a really long time. As once as he said, it's such a refreshing, it's such a refreshing um, experience to watch someone who just seems like a pure soul. Well, even that, she's experiencing everything in real time. She's not, she's very present in a way. It's like she knows the cameras are there, but if she is, it doesn't feel like she's putting on. Yeah. I then he y'all he starts explaining to her the mistake she made. That was what I could not get oh, over. Oh, that was that was. He's like, well, here's what you devious. thought. Here's what you thought. Um, uh, this was our plan, and y'all, this is and I. This term is way overused. This is gaslighting. Yeah, this this is, is the definition of gaslighting when he yeah. says. No, what you thought was wrong, what we decided was this. And she's like, absolutely not. Um, you're saying all these things, and the most none of this matters. The most important thing is marriage and love. You don't mention yeah. that because, and then she said, love can conquer anything. And she looks right at him, and I went, you really believe that? Yes. You really believe that. And Osama looked right at her and said, you never believed in my love. Ugh. And she said, she follows, again, kind of the wisdom of Debbie said, because your love is conditional. Yeah. She said, your love was, I can only love her if she takes me to the United yep. States. Which is true. I don't think he knows... Uh, I don't think he's emotionally available enough to have feelings at all. 
Um, no, because he fires back and says, I'm not used to this type of strep. Love and love for me is something holy. And this, the way she's acting makes me love her less. And he looks at her and says, you've changed. And she's like, yeah. Well, I think Debbie's getting stronger. And you don't like it when Debbie gets stronger. Because I'm stronger than yesterday. yesterday. Now yeah, we're looking about it my way. way. My, my loneliness. loneliness. <laughs> ain't killing me no more. Because I'm stronger. Right, donkey? <laughs> you love me. I don't know about the remix. Club Donkey. It's Club Donkey. It's the remix of Tu La Rue. Uh, so y'all, again, she talks about her money. This was riveting. Like uh, really riveting. Uh, this Jen and Rishi, I was just like, gung, gung. oh, these. I think where I'm gonna look back on Jamie this, Chris. It's such so, so, so good. This season uh, of Jen, of Jen and Rishi, Debbie and Osama, Osama. Even Nicole and Miss Mood. Yes. I'm going to look back at these storylines. I think Gabe and Isabel, I think the, the, just because Gabe is trans, that's, that's enough to be memorable. Their storyline, not as much. But um, again, they don't have problems. Monica has problems. That's true. Chris and Jamie have problems. Chris and Jamie. Chris and Jamie have unsolvable I mean, problems. it's not, if you put, if, okay, if we put this to the, the the litmus test of watching Jenny stand on top of that roof by herself after <laughs> Submit was a, taken away by his family. Like how far gone things were? If that's 10, as far as riveting television, I feel like that's a good 10. Remember? That's oh a my 10. God. Because also we've got that. We've got the knife with Paul. And, oh, wait, it's before the 90 days. Yeah, right? that's B90. But Here's still, my toe. For for toe, really. So we have Jenny Submit. She's standing on top. That's a ten. Armando's wedding. Armando's wedding. Armando and that, Kenny's wedding. Yes, that was like a good like nine. Nine, nine. eight or nine. Yeah. Uh, maybe eight or nine. Yeah, eight. Where would you put? Um, where would you put Debbie and Osama in that? For sheer drama, I think they're like at eight point five. I, I uh, think this Jen and Rishi too. I think those I think it's nine. Jen and Rishi, this episode was like a ten for me. I and it's, well, a nine. And it's so it's No one's so Jenny fucking... standing on that roof. <laughs> no. Oh, or or when her father I think that was a happily ever after when when his father called her an oldie. <laughs> I think that was a happily ever after. <laughs> Yo, those those were so strong. That, all, all of now that they're married, it's not as big of a deal. But God, the Jenny and Submit, the the remember when she became a higher Krishna devotee? Yeah, a devotee, a devotee, right? <laughs> devotee. Yeah, whenever you, if I can't read this, is a good seven. Oof, that was a good one too, boy. Anyway. Yeah, it's, um, it go, it's a really golden season. Laura looking like Pizza the Hut oh, when Laura, she married a Aladdin. <laughs> oh, that's a nine. That's a nine. Or that might be a ten. Oh, God, And that Laura. dress. Oh, God, the other way. This, it's, it's to me, it consistently brings it. It consistently brings um, it. So this very end, y'all, she's basic. she does talk to the hand. I don't think I've heard that in 
10 years. Well, Debbie, <laughs> 15, reads, maybe. she reads slangs on Yahoo chat. She does. Right? She does. Bing. Um, and then she says, you know, I, I'm going to go on. You wimped out. And she puts on her hat and leaves. And y'all, uh... She's packing and leaving Morocco. She's like, I'm angry at myself and angry at Osama because I, turns out I didn't know who he was. She calls it a bait and switch. And the interesting thing here is, yes, she didn't know who he was. I don't think he knows who he is. Um, I don't Um, think he has that mentally, that type of self. Yeah. It's, it's interesting um, that this is why this was DOA from the beginning. I know we were so hopeful. I know. I get it. I get it. We all wanted it to work out. But it's this the real world, sadly. It's Even though world. it's toe, it's the real world. Um, she, again, the poetry begins from Debbie when she says, um, outwardly being, what he, what, he was outwardly being someone's hero and inwardly becoming their worst nightmare come true. He watered up our relationship and threw it in the trash. Somehow I'll recuperate. You got a you got why you got a wiser Debbie now, and I'm ready to rock and roll. I want to rock and roll oh. all night and party every day. I don't. Wow. I will live to fight another day. When she said, "I'm leaving Morocco," but how can you get angry at someone who never was? Uh, I went that <gasps> that hit deep. I went gah, gah. because <laughs> because when you feel lied to like that, like and you know, Jen and Rishi, it's different. Like it's she knew who he was. Yeah, he was kind of lying about his circumstance or withholding information. But he was an actual person. But this really does feel like a complete catfish. No, he. He basically scripted himself. He scripted himself and what she thought he was. He basically created this warrior, artist, poet, Leonard Cohen, Moroccan man. And Yep. And I think that because he thought she was so old, she would accept whatever he gave yeah. her. He, she would accept the scraps. It just tells you, y'all, um, age and appearance matters. It does. Sorry to say it, but it's totally true. I, most of the time, not always, but mo- but I would say even Harold then it, and Maude isn't real. But even then, it matters so too because if somebody's then is into that age or appearance. Yeah. Um. She says, you know, she didn't have anyone for twelve years, and she said so. She said, but I need to be smarter and wiser. She's like, but I'm not going to let him win this. Yeah. She's like, Debbie's going to win this. Debbie's going to win this. You're going to miss this, Osama. <laughs> and with that, I believe we're going to take a break. <laughs> we'll be back with Poodles of a Broadway Tony Nam edition. The gunk. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. 
Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. 
It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. But up, but up, up, up. Tune up the orchestra strike up the band i can talk about theater more than anyone can i've got a lot to say and i'm really gay it's poodles broadway corner (laughs) i just wrote that in the bathroom great (laughs) great tony nominations are tony nominations if you don't know what the Tonys are, you're mm-hmm. probably not gay. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's fine. We 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 want you to. We we're okay with non-gay people and straight people and whoever want whoever you like. Or if you don't like people, you can listen to our podcast. Love love them, love them. Uh, Tony nominations. So this was kind of. Um, I was I've been thinking about um, this. Um, where's the New York Times list? Um, I've been thinking about who is going to get a nomination, and I, I can honestly say I've seen, um, I've, I saw more this year than I had in probably the last four or five years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can kind of, uh, my pick going in for this for 
and you I you heard it on a previous Broadway corner. My pick for best musical is still Kimberly Akimbo, because mm-hmm. um, it was just kind of a brilliant short, not short, but small, beautiful jeweled box of a show that had a lot of heart to it. Um, that is nominated, um, but that's still my pick. Um, the only thing that might usurp it will be Some Like It Hot. I don't know. It Some Like It Hot actually got a ton of awards mm. or a ton of nominations. Mm-hmm. So it. So let's go. Let's talk about first. Let's go from best new musical. We have and Juliet, which people talk about all the time. That's the story. The Britney if, Spears. No, that's Baby One More Time. Ah, um, but it's all it's Max Martin's catalog. It's a jukebox musical. People love it. They say it's I haven't seen it yet, but um, rarely do jukebox musicals win best new musical. Maybe ABBA, but we'll see. Uh, or we'll maybe see. there's also New York, New York, um, which is the 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 kind of the the movie to, uh, and I, it's gotten pretty good notices. Shuck, which I will never see. But some of you have said that they've you've liked it, okay, um, and some like it hot. My uh, my choice is I'm thinking Kimberly Akimbo here, okay. Um, best play, best new play, okay. ain't no mo between Riverside and Crazy, Cost of Living, Fat Ham, and Leopoldstadt. Um, all of these, uh, ain't no mo closed rather quickly because um, I got a lot of uh, news because it was. A, First time black playwright with an all kind of minority cast. Um, and uh, I think certain audience, certain people bought um, audience tickets for the whole audience. Um, that was a big deal. I don't think that show has a chance in hell of winning. It, it's going to either be Fat Ham or Leopoldstadt. I'm putting my money on Leopoldstadt because it's a it's Tom Stoppard and they love to give him awards. Do you have thoughts? <laughs> where, where, where's your Where's your tarot cards you were going to bring? No, well, fine. Oh no, I'll do it on. Well, I'd already, I did some at home. Okay, a little bit. So you, I, I, I'm going through this. Do you have thoughts? Well, so far my tarot cards said that probably um, the best musical that's win is going. I was looking at the nominees. Best musical is probably going to be Carousel. Okay, Carousel. Uh huh. That's so what I got. The yeah. oldie but a goodie. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. The actual either that or Once Upon a Mattress. Mm-hmm. That's probably going to be another and, good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, play looks like it's going to be win by law. Picnic. <laughs> it's going to be picnic. Everybody. Just one dark I'm, horse. Mm-hmm. The dark horse. Yeah. Yeah. I think William Inge is dead. <laughs> oh, what, what, who? The playwright. Oh, well I, well, I just heard about him on a plane. Got it. So it's either going to be a picnic or um, a moon over Buffalo. Oh. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Um, best play revival. Uh-huh. This is A Doll's House which mm-hmm. uh, with Jessica Chastain. Now, I did not see this mostly because I was told the direction and the staging were god awful. Mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to see it just for her, mm-hmm. but I was told not to see it. I I may if I'm back in New York this summer, I still may see it because I love her mm-hmm. and I love that play. The piano lesson, um, which shockingly did not get a lot of noms for acting, um, August Wilson, um, the sign in Sydney Brunstein's window, window, which is a Lorraine Hansberry play, starring Oscar Isaac and Rachel Brosnahan. Um, not one of her better plays, supposedly. Mm. Um, and Top Dog Underdog. Been um, there. <laughs> I did see Top Dog Underdog. Yeah, and yeah I wanted it. to see it, and I did. Um, 
I think a piano lesson is going to pull this out because not a lot of it's. Um, uh, I feel like people want to reward the play because a lot of because a lot of its actors weren't were shut out already. Ah. Um, so I'm thinking the piano lesson there, best musical revival. We had Camelot, Into the Woods, Parade, and Sweeney Todd. Um, I think this is going to be between Into the Woods and Parade. I think it's going to be Into the Woods because Sondheim died. Yes, and I agree with you. The only thing that may that may hurt Into the Woods' chances is it was earlier in the season. That's true. Um, the parade is so, going on. Yeah. And I think Into the Woods is a much better show in the way it's written. Parade is getting there because of its timely Sadly. content and Ben Platt and Michaela Diamond, its leads. Uh, leading actor in a play, um, Yaya uh, Adul Mateen, Top Dog Underdog, Corey Hawkins. I'm surprised both of them got noms here. I thought it was just going to be Corey Hawkins and he was going to get, uh, Yaya was going to get supporting. Um, uh, Sean Hayes, Good Night Oscar. Did not expect that. He's getting, I don't know because people love Sean Hayes, but that's getting very good reviews. The play, not play. But he's, he's getting, getting good reviews, yeah. yeah. Um, Stephen McKinley Henderson between Riverside and Crazy and Wendell Pierce, Death of a Salesman. Um, I'm giving this to, this one's tough for me. I think this might be Wendell Pierce who pulls this for Death in a Salesman. My tarot card said Gregory Peck. <laughs> okay. So. Boy, you may need to get new cards. No, I'm just saying the timely. I don't know where you're getting your Broadway uh, information. Leading but. actress in a play, Jessica Chastain, Doll's mm -hmm. House, Jodie Comer, Prima Fascia, Jessica Hex, Summer 1976, Audrey McDonald, Ohio State Matters, which makes her tied with, I want to say, maybe like Reen Moreno and like a couple of other people for Tony nominations for 10 nominations for acting. Oh, wow. So she's up there. Because she's a goddess. Julie, Julie White, I think, too. Who also is a goddess. Um, I think this is going to be, I think they're probably going to give it to Jessica Chastain. Um, Ohio State Murders open and close really quickly, even though everyone loves that. But Jodie Comer is the dark horse here. You know, she was in, um, she's in that, the fuck, uh, Killing Eve. And this is her theater so they okay. love to reward they love mm -hmm. to reward a hall so you know what i'm going to change that i'm going to say jody comer for Prima oh Fashion. wow yeah. wow Best leading actress in a musical annalee ashford sweeney todd what? by the way yeah tarot card Sorry. said i can't remember her name but the woman oh, no the woman that played webster's mom ma'am she's gonna win <laughs> Talented actress. Don't even know if she was in a play, but the tarot card said she's going to win. Well, that's it. Okay. Um, Annalie Ashford, Sweeney Todd, Sarah Bareilles, Into the Woods, Victoria Clark, Kimberly Akimbo, Lorna Courtney, and Juliet, Michaela Diamond Parade. I think this is Victoria Clark's to lose for Kimberly Akimbo. She's playing a woman who ages in reverse. Mm -hmm. or, or Sorry, she, she ages really quickly. Um, so she's playing a 16-year-old girl and her six is a 60-something-year-old woman. Mm. And she was amazing in it. And you, she never played the tragedy. And I loved her in it. Um, uh, Michaela Diamond could come for that. Um, we'll see. Um, that's my second choice. Um, any thoughts on this one? Um, 
I wasn't paying attention to that one because you talked about aging quickly, and then I thought about how Brad Pitt was hot during any time when he was older and younger in that Benjamin Button movie, and how I would have had sex with him when he was when he was eighteen and when he was eighty. Okay, great. <laughs> Best leading actor is a musical. Christian Borle, Some Like It Hot. Jay Harrison G, Some Like It Hot. Josh Groban, um, Sweeney Todd. Brian Darcy James, Into the Woods. Ben Platt, Parade. Colton Ryan, New York, New York. I was shocked by Brian Darcy James. He was barely there. Um, and it was so early. Um, Brian Darcy, who was he in that musical? Uh, the Baker. Oh, 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 oh. I mean, he's a Broadway... He's, he's been, been around, around forever. forever, but I get that. But um, he was out pretty quick. Yeah, to do other things. But I think they just want to. They love him. Um, but that that was a surprise for me. I was also Christian Borle was a surprise for me, um, because I didn't think he was going to get a. It wasn't good enough to be a lead actor performance. Jay Harrison G. I believe was, mm-hmm. and I think he's going to take it. They, I sorry. think he's going to – I wanted him to take it. I think he's going to take it. Tarot card said Robert Goulet making a comeback. Oh, Bob Goulet. Yeah. Camelot is, is this year. Uh, well, he knows that they're talking about it. <laughs> yep. Ben Platt, they, everyone loves him, y'all. I, I just don't know. It, it may be a year where Parade sweeps everything. I'm not sure. Um, I, I, I'd much rather it go to J. Harrison G., um, who did an amazing performance uh, in a show that you loved that I did not like. I um, love that show. And and I like the way he played that character. I was, me too. That character was loved not played as, a, played as a victim. That character was, was the joy- best thing in the show for yeah, me. I agree. Um, the problem I had were, were twofold. I thought the music was completely and utterly forgettable mm-hmm. as soon as I left the theater. Um, and I thought the book couldn't decide what the story wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And I had real problems with that. And it was, it wasn't that I, I could not enjoy the show because I felt the books fighting. Anyway, that was me. But I, but a lot of people in the same camp you are. Mm-hmm. And I hate everything. Y'all know me. Um, best featured actor in a play. Oh, I don't care about any of these. Um, <laughs> best featured actress in a play. I don't care. Uh, featured actor in a musical. Yeah, this one I want to talk about. Um, this is your usually your second banana roles. Yeah. Um, Kevin Cahoon shucked, who's been a character actor forever. He was Hedwig for a long time. Kevin Cahoon. Um, in shucked, Justin Cooley, Kimberly Akimbo. He was the kind of clueless stoner kid that was her love interest, um, loved him. Kevin Della Aguila, he was the, the millionaire in Some Like It Hot. Oh, he was great in that role. Um, he was. and that He I, was. Uh, Jordan Donica, Camelot, critics have been okay with this. I don't, I don't think he has any chance. Um, Alex Newell, shucked. I think it's going to be Alex Newell. Um, Good for Alex people, Newell. People are raving about what they're doing, and uh, I think did they get a Tony already for Once on this Island? I don't know. I will look. I'm not sure. Uh, best Featured Actor in a Musical. I'm really proud, y'all, because this is a big deal. Um, one of my friends and clients and students um, 
Julia Lester is nominated for End of the Woods as Little Red, and I'm very, very proud. You know that family as well. Yeah, that yeah, family, yeah. That family and I go back a long ways. I've talked to I just kids. saw her in... Uh, um, uh, she was in... Uh, Secret Garden, Garden in L.A. But Julia Lester's a very, very talented, and it makes me... I'm a little teary because I'm so proud of her. Um, Somebody, there, a lot of y'all might know her kids. She's on um, High School Musical. High School Musical, the Disney series. Channel, the series, yeah. yeah. Uh, they were nominated. Oh wait, no. I I think this is Alex Newell's first nomination. Oh, okay. So y'all, Ruthie Ann Miles, Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. I saw Alex Newell. Where did I see them? We were at. Don't a, waylay this. No, we were at the pen. <laughs> it's part of the Broadway corner. We, we were at the Pantages. I just we want this seeing, to go somewhere. It's already going. You're gone 15 minutes already. Anyway, um, but we saw we saw um. What's the musical that Lauren Lester was in that we saw in L.A.? Uh, Band's Visit. I went to see the Band's Visit, and Alex Newell was there. Oh. Sat right by us. Really? Yep. You didn't point it out to me. I went and let, I, I liked that show so much, I took you my went again the time, and I went and saw it, yeah. What a wasted trip. <laughs> um, <laughs> Bonnie Milligan, Kimberly Akimbo, Natasha Yvette Williams, Some Like It Hot, Betsy Wolf, and Juliet. I think this is... I would like. I want Julia to win it. I'm afraid. I, I there may be enough campaign for her to win it. Bonnie Milligan stole the show from Kimberly Akimbo, though. So my conventional wisdom says that, but I'm I may be wrong. I'm re- my heart says Julia. Okay. Um, best direction of a play. I don't really give a fuck. I can tell you this: best direction of a musical. Uh, Michael Arden for Parade. Lear de Bessonet, Into the Woods. Casey Nicholas, Some Like It Hot. Jack O'Brien, Chuck. Jessica Stone, Kimberly Akimbo. Unless Kimberly Akimbo dominates, it's going. It, it might be Jessica Stone. It, it otherwise, it's Michael Arden for Parade because they love him and he's already lost a couple of times. Um, best book. It should be all. The only name that should be around here is David Lindsay Bear for Kimberly Akimbo. Um, everybody else is. <sighs> and Matthew Lopez, name your weapon. I don't know. My tarot card said Eve Insler. <laughs> She's gonna win, y'all. I think she's a playwright. Um, best original well, score. Best original score. Almost famous. No, Kimberly Kimbo. That's my choice. K-pop. I was I was happy to see K-pop get in here because they open and close really quickly. Um, shucked. No, some like it hot. K-pop. Completely forgettable. You mean the genre of music? Yes, there was a show. I did a whole Broadway with, corner about it. With the guys that have to go in the army now. Yes. No, but they, were they in it? No. From South Korea. Oh. Yeah, see that that's why it closed and the others are costume awards which are important but i don't have choices in dogs and that's fights so that was poodles i think i did that really quickly as fast as i could i didn't say a word you you already said it already gone long long I, enough i enjoyed it and Good. we'll see but tarot cards don't lie good luck ebensler <laughs> Good luck, Gregory Peck. Yeah. And, and woman who played Webster's mother. Ma'am. Um, Danielle and Johan. That's exciting about Julia. Though. I know. So happy for her. It is nice that I, you saw more than me, but it's nice that I actually, maybe I'll watch the Tonys for once because I actually have seen some of this shit. I probably won't. I don't really love award shows. <laughs> I don't really either. I don't watch I any of them. I love the Tonys because, uh, uh, yeah. Just because it's the Tonys. I'll go and watch speeches afterwards and then boop boop through it. Glad you're in your part. 
Unless you want to have a Tony's party. No. You should. No. You could invite people over. You could cook. No. You could bring. You didn't have to invite me. No. I, I just want to watch it with with takeout and then and near the end and then fall asleep near the end of it with my hand in my pants. That's an award show for experience for me. <sighs> well, if that's what you want, <laughs> I'm not going to take it from you. And wake I, up with a wake up with a little bit of wine drum and go. It's yeah. two a.m. Yeah, that's an awards day for me. <laughs> wow, that got real. Um, we're, let's talk about him. We, uh, Johan's going to dinner with Taylin, which is still a real name, I he, guess. Here's my thing that I realized. I've said this before, and it just has reminded me. Sadly, I was driving here thinking about big dick and miserable bitch. Yeah. And I thought, it makes so much sense to me. I've said this before, and it just conf- she confirmed my theory. Remember, I've said all along, she thought Johan was dumb. Yeah. And she And when I'm, y'all, no offense and to And easy Tay- to control. No offense to Taylin. <laughs> Doesn't seem like a brainiac. Uh, it's about as smart as a box of hair. Bitch has a type. She wants him young, hung, and dumb. Uh-huh. And she's realized, oh... Johan's not dumb. We just don't speak the same language. And now that we're getting to know one another, this guy isn't going to kowtow to me at all. Yeah, and he's not. And she's throwing a fit. On and the he's beach. not submissive. He's no. not. He's not. And he won't even relinquish. No. Um. Yeah. He's. He's almost. He likes the magic pussy, but he is not powerless against it. He is not powerless against yeah. that magic pussy. Or the not ma- like the men of Shara, uh, uh, Sh- Shara, Chandra, Shara, Shara from uh, uh, ex-husband. Yeah. So or the husband. twin medicine paws that are that are attached to her butt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Both of those are yes. are are quite persuasive. Quite persuasive. Um, so. We're going to play basketball. Johan is brave to play with a pro ball player. He is. And the thing about it is, y'all, Johan just needs to, he's so tall, he could just go boop and just put he it in He still doesn't basket. make it in sometimes. <laughs> but he texted Taylan and basically said. Wants to apologize. And wants to apologize. Um, and Johan goes to meet him. And he said, so th- I wrote, they're playing basketball. I'm aroused. It's a little hot. They got real sweaty real quick. And y'all, Taylor can play. Well, he should. I guess I don't watch basketball. He didn't. I know. I thought his dribbling was amazing. And he didn't, he didn't even double dribble. He didn't slap at the ball no, like we were tend to. No. Or I'm afraid of jamming my fingers. I feel like was, was running and dribbling at the same time hard for you? Yes. Like the ball would go too high. It would go too and high then I would, or it would go in front of me. Yeah. I'd bounce it away. Or, I'd, or I'd, I'd flinch and run out of the way when it got too tall. For me. Mothers listening to the show right now, or fathers too. If you're listening to this show and you go, wait a minute, the way they describe playing baseball, little Bradley does the same. Little Bradley thing. does the same thing. Get you send Bradley into a dance or a costume class. He will. He will amaze you. He will amaze because yeah. And you know what? Yeah. Maybe maybe he's not, but get him out of basketball if he wants to. If he wants to get out of basketball, let him. And you know what? For Christmas. Build him that wishing well. And get him a sewing machine. Because <laughs> bitch is going to use it. Bitch is going to use it. Um, so, 
We play basketball the same way. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh, oh! So it went too high, Mama. <laughs> Yo, son, your mother was always there, going, Matthew, what yeah. are you doing? Uh, just that, that was her face the whole time. Yeah. Uh, so y'all, Johan apologizes. I'm sorry about the rude questions and comments about your. How do we say, penis? Penis. Penis. Yeah. He's like my dick. He's like, yeah, sorry about it. And Taylor's like, it's all good. It's all good, dude. All I smoked good, a dude. bowl before this. It's all good, bro. And so Johan says, well, one question. Was Danielle controlling in your relationship? He was like, uh, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, uh, wait a minute. You mean, like, sh- would she let me out of my cage every other day? Uh, <laughs> not really, bro. And he, he doubles down. Y'all, he says, um... Yeah, she's not like submissive or anything like that. And Johan says, I like it when we're both in control of our relationship. So he's willing, seemingly, yeah, to, to... Yeah, he's got a lot of machismo and all that, but he does seem willing, at least. To yeah, and it's it's her... Basically, what's happening is here happening here is for her kink she has to completely remind a man that he's beneath her at every moment every moment of the day um every moment and he says danielle's the kind of person who is always wanting things to be her way and when she does this it's disrespectful to our relationship now you guys remember my word when people talk about disrespectful i understand why he's saying it more when 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 miserable bitch says it it is all about respect me and obey me. Yeah. Very um, much so. And so, and Johan says, I make, I feel like I make too many compromises. And Taylor said, well, get used to it because I know her and she's not changing for anyone. Never has, she, never will. She basically says that later in the episode. She says it. Well, yeah, they go to the beach. And so they're on the beach. and She's they, still pouty faced. She was like, yeah. Meh. And they kind of get into it, and he said, you know, I Maybe the ocean can calm me. Calm, yes, I need it. He says, though, I believe that he's not into you now. And she's like, so see? So with my other friends, this doesn't need to be an issue. So when my other friends text me and say, hey, they want to hang out, you need to be cool with it, because I'm not lying to you at all. And Johan says, and this is what makes me question, I think, I don't know how much love is here for you with him or if it's just infatuation and what he can give you, which I I feel like I don't feel like even she really loves him. And because then Johan just says, well, don't you think it was disrespectful and hurtful that the day before my birthday, you tell me this friend's coming into town and you want to see them? Is that a two things happened here that I saw? Is that kind of a ridiculous comment? Because it doesn't matter the day. Is it silly? Is he being the a little day chi- of my birthday. The day of my birthday. Is he being a little childish? And Danielle is upset. Yes, I can see that. And Poodle, what do you do in a relationship when you love someone? Um, get all their assets transferred to yours. That's the wrong person. Uh, no, no. Um, and you. If want you have to a make disagreement, them- I'm sorry, let me be clear. If you have a disagreement with someone you love and you're working things out, what do you do in that relationship? 
Um, who does agreement? You're working things out. And you really love them. You work harder and you try to... Uh, I'm not understanding what you're No, I think me. you're about to say it. You no, compromise. Yeah, you work... Compromise, yeah. Th- that's what... That's a you normal... Compromise. Sorry. I know. It's a hard word. It's a hard word. But even... Even if Daniel had said, you know, I don't fully, I don't want to, I, I understand that that was probably a shitty time for me to tell you that. And I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. That'll never happen. But if she had said that, this would have been squashed. Yeah. The other but she thing. she can't even compromise. Miserable did, bitch. Did you notice when she says, well, maybe in another month, another friend may, of mine may come. And she doesn't mean another girlfriend no and and that's the thing she she may suggest that she knows that that means another man she used to fuck yes and even if even if she's meaning it as her girlfriends she knows that that's the way it's going to show up in his brain yeah and that's what matters and y'all that's called basically she is making she is reminding him that he is never going to be comfortable Yes, he's, he's never going to be comfortable, and she's going to remind. She's also telling him that the rules are always going to change. Your needs are not important to me. Consistently, my needs are going to be because I really tried to look at this because she tries to play this card of like, I'm a strong woman, and no one tells me what but to do, and I, that is I, separate from the situation. This, that's I happening. think this is a because I, you know, we see ourselves as trying to be very like uh, supportive, feminist, like minded people, and so I thought is. I'm like, because, yes, that is dumb. It's the day for his birth. That's just happened to be when your friend came into town. Yeah. But the way that she tries to weaponize her feminist stance as a way to give validity control. to her argument is gross. Well, and also, I, she knew who he was. After this argument, she's on the same field to me as Bilal and Big Ed. Yeah. I, I the, think the all- difference is for me, hating her is fun. <laughs> and it, none of the others is really fun. But I think it's just as emotionally. I agree. I'm, I'm going to say this word that I've never used with her, and she doesn't listen to us. But maybe yes, her, she does. Maybe her quote friend will tell her this. Who sends her the podcast? It's emotional abuse. I agree with you. It's emotional abuse, and she is emotionally abusing him. Um, basically, all of this, y'all, is testing the limits of her control on him and what she can do, and how she. Um, and then that's when she finally goes, well, first I need an apology. I need an apology. And, and Johan responds back and says, well, do you ever say you're sorry for what? And then, and then he says, don't put your friends before me. That's all I ask. And, and then, um, then she tries to say the problem is, is you feel powerless. So she doesn't own any. She said, "You feel powerless and you feel disrespected. You're just trying to get the power." Why can't both of them have it? Do I think that he has sexist ideas about power? Yes. It's. I don't want people to think like he acted like a complete fucking immature little bratty child last episode. She knew this going in. That was part of the kink of him. She knew who he was. That is it. She knew who she knew what he was getting. She just thought he she she just thought he was dumb yeah. and knew who he was. And he didn't know what he was getting. He didn't know what he was getting. Again, what show does he think he's on? Uh, I think he's on Night of Fiance. What show is he actually on? 
Los otros ves? <laughs> exactly. I always get that wrong. The other way. Yeah. Again, y'all, she lied to him about the beginning of, of, of just the base of their relationship. She never wants to take him. Y'all, as, as was it Cara Berry that said, she's not even from New York City. She lives in Yonkers. <laughs> Bitches from Yonkers. She pays $4,000 a month for an apartment in Yonkers. What? wonder what that's like. Yeah. Um. So, y'all, she basically says, I'm done. I just can't do this anymore. She puts the sun, the hat on her face. He's like, no, we're not done. Takes the hat off his face. And I went, oh. And then she's like, I'm done. What don't you get? She throws, call a, your priest, she throws a fit. Call your mother. Call your grandpa. And then y'all in her talking head says something that we've been wanting her to say all season. I'm not willing to change who I am because I know what I deserve. You can either stand by me or find the nearest door. Period. Period. Tongue and I just wrote, after she wrote that, I was like, I don't see any love in this relationship to her to him. To be honest, I don't even know if he loves her. He very well could be looking at her as a ticket to get to America. Yeah. I think he's pretty, I think he's pretty, um, I don't, I think he seems he, not dumb, but shallow. But she is constantly trying to create a narrative of victimhood for herself yeah and of that she is the oppressed one in this community of misogyny and it made me wonder for the first time oh wait a minute do you not want to go to america because part of you knows he'll become a citizen and leave your ass because he can get way more yeah. women to fall also she's a star in the dr yeah she's a star she's the short little bruja yeah you know, she's unique. Yeah. And uh, and then she says, maybe I was supposed to live in the day DR by myself. Who knows? And when she said that, I went, what if that was your plan? all Ass. along? Because if she can anybody go and live in the DR forever, they probably can't. You have to have a visa, right? Yeah. So I went, wait a minute. Did you just marry him so that way you can get whatever for uh, whatever their version maybe. is of a green card there? So you never have to go back. Maybe. Hmm. I think so. The switcheroo. I think it is. It's Debbie says a bait and switch. That's the show. You kind of got me interested to watch the Tonys. Maybe I'll come over be, and watch them with you. Uh, you you just need to leave before I fall asleep. <sighs> Can we get Panda Express? Yes. Then I'm in. All right, everybody. That's the show. You can leave a review on uh. Uh, go on our website. You can find out where to leave a review and all that good information. If you wanted to listen to this show ad-free, you can on Reality Gaze Plus at the $8 tier. <sighs> God, she's a horrible human being. <laughs> I, I feel like I need to go do like a – I need to go do a cleanse. Every time, every time she does one of her talking heads, I'm always amazed by the audacity. It is because when you put it together, yeah, it's a it's a different level. She doesn't know what show he's on. She's lying to him about that. She totally just read him for filth about his butcher shop and told him he was an idiot and that he was completely stupid. Like, where are the, where are the actions of love? She told him in the apartment complex. Well, I'm the man and the wife. Yeah, I'm the. You're just like my little, I'm the husband, you're my wife, you're my bitch. But in every scene of the talking head, she's the victim. 
She's a victim. It's incredible. Narcissism at its finest. Oh yeah, it's 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 really intense. She's really a wretched human being. <laughs> I agree. I, I I don't disagree with anything you're saying. <laughs> it makes me, even though it's it is entertaining to watch. I don't know if I want to see our other. Me either. I don't. Because I, I don't I want, her, want her, to her to monetize these fucking woman retreats and come steam your vagina and all I, that bullshit. I want her to go. I don't yeah. want her to profit from this because she doesn't deserve from it. Yep. But she already is from Johan's OnlyFans or yep. whatever it is. Unfiltered. Unfiltered. And like I said, maybe we're giving, maybe he's not that great of a person either and they he's deserve not. one another. He's not. Maybe they deserve one another. I don't think anyone deserves to see them not know whether it's day or night the way yeah, she does Yeah, the emotional him. abuse of yep. it. No one deserves that. That's the show. That's the show. Y'all, we call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Yes. And if you are like both of us and really rooting for Carousel this season. <laughs> the original. Not, not the revival. No, the original. Like uh, the original, even the Hungarian play. Yes, even Rogers <laughs> and Hammerstein will be there to accept the award. <laughs> There goes well, Richard <laughs> Rogers. Ooh, it's also Amazon. Dick. You can call it. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com